All right, we're jumping back in. Mm-hmm, yep. mm-hmm. Marriage Sucks Podcast, episode number 15. 15. This is part two of our last episode talking about dating with our friends Brock and Carmen. If you didn't hear the first part, go listen to it. Press pause on this one. Go listen to it. Now we're jumping back into part number two. So we talked about where you guys met. We talked about some of those things. But what we should do is I think dive in a little bit on some of the pieces of your story through dating. Maybe give some more tips about uh, things you guys learned. But probably let's just start off with letting Carmen talk about what did you learn during the three years that you didn't date before Brock? I know you had some things that you learned and that God was really talking to you and, and preparing you for. Can you let us in a little bit for one minute on what was that like? Sure. Um, so I didn't date for three years before Brock. And before that, I was, like I mentioned before, it was seven-year relationship. What you guys have to understand is that when that relationship ended, I was 26 years old. And I believe by that age, a lot of women already um, imagine that by that age, you already have uh, a family, children, mm-hmm. and uh, or if not with children, soon to have children. Yeah. Um, so when that ended, I was um, I was a little bit lost. I was a little bit lost, and uh, so I was during that time. I was trying to. Um, figure out what God was trying to um, teach me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not an easy time. Uh, it was hard. Um, a lot of tears were shed. Um, a lot of prayers. Um, during that time, I learned that I had to rely on God. Mm-hmm. Because before that, I was just, I was always with someone in a relationship and I, um, my future kind of dependent, uh, okay, if I'm with someone, what's, are we going to get married? Like, what is our future going to look like? So it was always dependent on someone else. It wasn't easy, but it was a process that now looking back, I knew I had to go through in order for, um, for a lot of healing to take place. I had to mend some relationships with my stepdad. I had to, um, learn to depend merely on God and um, even though at times I felt like God was holding on to the promises he had for my life like I just felt like okay God if I'm doing A and B and C but you're not giving me the -hmm. promises yeah how come it's not happening and I thought it was like an equation that had to happen like yeah this equation if you do A and B then therefore God yeah. will respond your prayers. But then I realized it wasn't. Um, so during that time, it was a time that I am so thankful I went through. I am so thankful I had the time to experience Jesus in such a way that now that I have kids and I have a husband, I it's not the same. I yes, I spent time with Jesus, but it's not the same as um, when I was. It was just me. It was just me and him. Mm-hmm. It was just me depending, learning to depend on him, uh, me learning to the, uh, depend on him for providing. Because I used to live on my own, and um, 
I was a teacher, so I had to like, okay, God, so how are you taking care of me? Why are you trying to show me? Um, I was merely dependent on God. And in that time, you also had some fun adventures. You I did, I did, and yes, and one of my frustrations, yourself? one of my frustrations when I first um, became single, um, I used to travel with my ex-boyfriend. Um, I love to travel. And I thought that because I was not in a relationship, like, that had to stop. Mm-hmm. And what I discovered was that... It's cheaper <laughs> single. Well, you have no... He's not Ooh. paying for you now. But I'm not... Now, this time, I don't have to depend on someone to pay for me. I was able to pay for myself. Yeah, and that felt yeah. really good. And I felt... And, I, yeah, I was able to travel by myself. Just me and That's Jesus. really cool. Yeah. Dave Ramsey. Yes. <laughs> there was she a lot of learning. Dave Ramsey. <laughs> um, but I did travel by myself, and that was a cool experience um, that I had, that I felt like Jesus was with me uh, along the way. I felt safe. And, um, yeah. It's just similar to, like, what you were saying about him being a provider in your life. You had to depend on him for providing for you because you didn't have someone helping you financially he became that for you like what are some other ways that he was like he took care of you or he was um intimately you were in a relationship with jesus like what what's something that he was for you in that relationship that right someone else wasn't i guess through that process i got to know jesus in different i guess different characteristics of him yeah um so um of like getting to know who he was. Of who he was, yeah. definitely. So I knew he was my rock. I knew he was my protector because I used to live by myself. So mm-hmm. if you're walking on the streets by yourself to your home, you know. So yeah. I knew him as my protector. I got to know him as my um, friend because I spent a lot of time at home. He just showed up when I needed him. And... um that's what I've learned and it wasn't easy I don't want to I understand all my single ladies out there that it's hard oh my single ladies (laughs) (laughs) it's hard and um but um the beauty in the whole waiting time if we want to call it that um is that you only get this special time with Jesus it's not going to be the same like when you get married when you're just single and you could experience him differently and just take advantage of that time, you won't get that time back. Yeah, no, that's good. I think that's there is something so special about learning your story and getting to know you and what that was like for you because I feel like in some sense I probably missed out on, on that intimacy with Jesus and, and the alone time I could have had with him because I was so the opposite of – um, well, similar to you, I, there was always someone to fill that for me. So it was relationship to relationship, but I probably had a little under a year. Well, it was probably closer to a year until Andy came into my life and, and dating shifted for me. Um, so I love that you share the intimacy that you had with Jesus and what that was like. Um, so Brock, let's turn to Brock. Yeah. So you have shared before with us just a little bit of um, once you stepped into dating Carmen, you there were some things that you had to, some walls that had to come down 
Um, what were those things for you? <clears throat> yeah, I, uh, man. So just through the, the whole relationship with Carmen from, um, meeting on the, for the first time in person, but then growing a friendship and then going to meet her, have a date for the first time. Um, and then eventually getting engaged and married through that whole process. I struggled with the commitment aspect of, um, the commitment aspect. So I never realized I would struggle that hard. And, um, I believe it, I, I developed a little anxiety from it. It was, uh, it was just very tough. It was a very indecisive time in my life because part of me was, it, it's difficult to explain. And there are a couple books I will recommend that I read an author that just really, um, really encouraged me and helped me, um, v just understands the whole process of com commitment fear. Um, and in this circumstance with Carmen, in my heart, I knew she was just, she, when I was around her, she, it was just right. Like, I, I enjoyed her company. I, I just, I, I, I just knew that we made a great team and, um, I could see myself, um, getting down with her. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Whoa. Yes. Yeah. So uh, that's what we like here. That's fine. So, so, uh, so I think I just had to keep reminding my, and it was a struggle. It was a battle to to the wedding day um, of just doubting myself, doubting the relationship. But then when I, but I, I, I just had to focus on the good because I knew it was a good relationship, and through um, just counsel of friends, family. Um, I I knew it was a good relationship, and I knew that we could make it work if I wanted it, and I made that decision to want it, and uh, I t definitely do not regret it. Okay, so we talked about uh, Brock and Carmen, your dating experience, and how you guys really pursued each other. Carmen, kind of what you learned through before you were dating, and what God was teaching you, which was so fun to listen to. Brock, we learned about uh, your commitment issues. I say that it's kind of funny, <laughs> but it's true. And, but it's also how you work through those things. <laughs> and I know uh, one thing that might help people that are listening, yeah. if they you know resonate with either of those things or maybe their own journey, could you guys give uh, any other advice that you have about dating that also uh, list a few resources people could use to read that might have helped you as you guys were dating? Yes, and I think this is a big one. Ask the hard questions. Don't wait until you marry to find out how many kids your partner wants to have. And um, it might sound silly, but I've met couples that don't agree on that. So one, we went through two books together, and one of them is 101 Questions to Ask Before You Get Engaged by Norman Wright. And this is a book that asks questions about finance, um, spiritual questions, uh, upbringing and a lot of different questions. A lot of different questions, and they're hard questions. That um, what was one of the hardest questions you guys had to wrestle with? Oh my! Did you remember? Like, just pick one. I don't. What was one that was like, oh wait, seriously, you think that? I, I think, think that I think I remember Ooh. sexual expectations. Whoa! Like, what was your sexual expectation? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know how to even answer that. Yeah, that was pretty. <laughs> tough. I want sex. <laughs> 
Yeah. Sex, I think please. That's... <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Brock, give me a resource or a, a, a thing. What would be helpful or something for people? Well, another book that we worked through, uh, The Sacred Search by Gary Thomas. I think that's a that's a pretty popular book. Um, so we did a... What did that book do? How, what, what was it? Like, what did you use it for? Ah... Uh, just read through, um, read through through it together, and I honestly I I don't remember <laughs> the hundred one questions to ask before you get engaged before you get engaged mm-hmm. even not just when you're engaged. I uh, that was a great book by Norman Wright that Carmen recommended. Um, cool. I think a lot of these, a lot of this is a great point. I think before engagement is a great time to know your partner know your potential future spouse is not when you're engaged yeah right i agree with you i think i I think we've heard that at church before in in some of the stuff lately but it's so true dating is the time to figure it out yeah it's not just the oh my gosh you're super hot let's make out and then let's figure it out once we get married that's yeah i probably thought that growing up a little bit but it's like no dating is the time that if you run into something that you have a serious conversation about and the other person sees completely differently than you, it might be a sign that you should not get married. Right. Yeah, yeah. I heard someone on podcast today I was listening to, and they were saying that um, that they tell people that are dating, like, to be, you have to date long enough to see them at their pressure points. Like, what are going to, how are they going to handle situations under stress or how do they handle things when they're angry like you can only cover that up for so long and I think you said a year and I feel like it's interesting I I would love like at a different time to know more about like how you guys navigated that through a long distance relationship because I know for myself like not being able to be with someone all the time and seeing how they handled things like that. Right. Like, I think I think a year is a good time because and then you hit a point where it's like, okay, longer than that, it's like you either know or you don't know. Yeah. Um, but giving time to, sh- like, life to show and, and bring opportunities to see how they interact or, like, how they either interact with other people or how they handle situations to see, like, what's really on the inside. Right. I think that's where you have to be intentional about it. And I think because of the distance, we had to be yeah. even more intentional about it. It's not like, hey, we're in the same state. I drive up. Let's go to the movies. It's like, yeah. hey, let's talk about important stuff. Yeah. What did you like? You know, so Asking you the hard questions. Asking the hard questions. Yeah. So it was yeah. like, yeah. And I needed that for my commitment year. I had, I just... For me, the long distance was one thing, um, and so in my mind, we we tried to visit each other often. Yes, we did. Just just over once a month, probably once every month and a half or so, and we spent a couple, you know, t- two week trips together. You know, I, I even went down to Columbia with you to visit your family, um, and so I just for me doing the books, doing the, the you know. Um, just asking the questions, we had to do that because we were long distance. And I even after sharing our relationship with friends, they would tell me that, well, even even though we were in the same city, this, this is my friends talking, even though me and my spouse were in the same city, we didn't even talk about these questions. Yeah. So I think yeah. we, I, I like that we um, asked the hard questions and we were, I think, pretty honest about everything. Um, and I... Two books that the author that I would recommend for if anybody out there, guys, um, especially guys, because that's obviously who I relate to, um, 
Blaine Smith is an excellent author. I, I read his Should I Get Married? Um, that's the title of one of the books. And the other one is called The Yes Anxiety, Taming the Fear of Commitment. They both went hand in hand and just helped me a ton. Um, setting just reality of what a relationship should be and how marriage should be, um, not some idealistic, uh, you know, wonderland or, or dream that you think you're going to live. It's reality, and you know, it, it helped me ask myself the tough questions. Yeah, that's really cool. Those are good books. I, don't I mean, but let's be honest, those. Carmen getting those biceps is a dream. <laughs> Gosh, every morning. Yeah, hey, I'm getting them back. I'm getting them back. I, I'm he's back and working it. out again. Two oh, babies gosh. later, he's working Two on babies it. Later. Listen, I want to just say thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for being Thank a part of this thing. Yeah, us. yeah. I would say you guys to have a anyone, great story, man. anyone in our area that can have any kind of conversation with Brock and Carmen on dating, do it 100%. Come to them, ask the questions. They are the people to go to. I admire them. There are things that I look back and I'm like, I wish we would have done that. (laughs) (laughs) You dating. Like, we were so bad compared to you guys. We made it. This is great. And the reality is, though we made it, we've had to put a lot of more hard work into marriage. What my takeaway from this is that what they did for themselves to ask hard questions to do these things the right way for Brock even to saying we got to go because of the way I whatever like they I think they really did save themselves from the first like two years of our marriage was really rough because we didn't do these things we didn't talk about them we didn't like have those hard we had some good conversation about it we didn't have enough and it's like, whoa, if we would have done some of these things, I promise you'd have a much better head start when you're in marriage yeah. than just, we like each other, let's just get hitched. That's right. All right, that was it. You can always reach out to us on Instagram, Marriage Sucks Podcast. Search for us, be friends with us. Tell us what you want us to talk about or find us at marriagesuckspodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. We'll be coming at you with episode number 16 shortly. And I'm not going to tell you what it is. It's going to be great. Though.